0: While there are a lot of different ways you can make money online, creating and selling digital products has got to be one of the very best, and it's certainly one of my favorites. It gets you so many of the advantages of making money online, the flexibility, the huge potentials for profit, etc. without a lot of the disadvantages that can come when you're selling physical products or services. Now, of course, selling physical products or services can be amazing businesses as well, but my personal favorite And the one that I really think is the best in a lot of ways is selling digital products. But I know that it can be intimidating to get started with. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that holds people back is just that they don't really know what the process needs to look like. It feels like it's very complicated. So the main thing I want to get across to you in this episode is just how simple it can be. I started creating and selling digital products a few years ago, and one of the first ones that I ever sold was an ebook. I wrote it on my own. I had someone else edit it a few times, and then I ended up publishing it on Amazon, and it earned me a few thousand dollars right away and has continued to earn me a couple hundred dollars every month since. It also grew my email list a whole lot in the process. Since that time, I've also created and sold a lot of different online courses, and I have a membership program that I've run, and other digital products as well. So I've created and sold a lot of different types of digital products, and some of them have been more complicated and some of them have been easier, so I'll definitely share that with you in a bit, just which ones were the easiest and which ones I would recommend for getting started with. But right now, let's get into exactly what you need to do to create your digital product. The first thing you have to do to create any sort of digital product is just decide what it actually will be substance-wise. So here I'm not talking about should it be a course or a membership site or an ebook. I'm talking about what will it actually teach people. Because most digital products, not all, but most are information products. Products that somehow teach someone something or help someone do something. There are some other types of digital products that are more like templates, either design templates or templates for using in certain software and so you might decide that you want to help people in that way and so that would be the substance of it but what exactly are you going to teach people or help people do and who are those people so just getting some clarity on that point and then once you know that you can move on to deciding what the thing will actually be so is it going to be an ebook is it going to be a canva template is it going to be a course or a workshop you need to decide the best format to communicate this information or to help people in the way that you want to help them when you're choosing your format I can't stress this enough. Keep it simple. This doesn't have to be very complicated. Don't think you necessarily need to build out a whole membership site or that you need to create an extensive online course or something like that. If you want to teach someone something, start with the minimum viable product, the smallest, tiniest version of this digital product idea that you could create and sell for a low price just to test it out. So for example, if you're thinking you want to write an entire book, instead of sitting down and starting that long and arduous process, perhaps you can instead just pull open Google Docs and write a short guide, format it nicely, and then export it as a PDF and sell that as a digital product. This doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be fancy. And I wish that someone had told me that when I was first starting out, because I definitely tried to overcomplicate a lot of things. Another example of how you can keep this simple is if you're thinking of creating an online course, rather than taking all the time to plan out an entire course, film an entire course, edit all those videos and put them into an online course platform, why not start by just teaching a live video workshop just via Zoom? And then when you're done, you'll have the recording of that and you can sell the recording as a workshop recording or you can chop it up into smaller sections and sell it as a mini course. One of my most successful digital products that I sell today is called Creator Fast Check. It's a course that teaches people how to grow on YouTube, how to successfully get their first thousand subscribers and set their channel on a trajectory of success. But the way that that course got started was basically exactly what I just described. First, I just taught a live workshop. It was an hour long. Then I decided to break that up into smaller sections. Then I re-recorded it as a longer course. And then since then, I've overhauled the entire thing a few times to make it bigger and better and to help the students even more. But we got started really simple. And that's led to now earning hundreds of thousands of dollars with that one digital product. So once you've made all of those decisions about exactly what it's going to be and who it's going to help and how it's going to help them, then it's time to actually create the content. And depending on what product you're creating, this will look pretty different. So maybe it means you need to sit down and write your guide. Maybe you need to plan out your workshop and set up a page where someone can register for it. Maybe you need to sit down and start filming your course videos if that's what you decided to do but you have to get through this creation process for a lot of people this is really the hardest part some people get stuck on the decisions but then some people get past those decisions the people who are more the planner types but then when it comes to actually creating the content they get stalled out so again Keep it simple. Don't make your content bigger than it needs to be. Start with a smaller version of it. Once you're done creating, then it's time for editing. Editing is essential. Whether you're creating a small piece of content or a long piece of content, whether it's written or it's video, somehow that has to get edited and cleaned up. And if it's a short piece of content, you can probably do it yourself, but the longer the content is, the more likely it is that you will need some help. So you might need to outsource this. You might need to hire a freelance editor, whether that's a video editor or a copy editor, to actually help you get through all of it and make sure that there are no mistakes and that it is clean. Obviously, outsourcing will cost some money. You will have to invest some money into this project that you're working on, into this new business that you're starting. But if you're serious about making money online, if you're serious about creating and selling digital products and you really want to make money that way, then you are going to need to invest your time at least and you'll be able to save yourself time and get to success more easily if you do invest some money as well. But if you don't have the money to invest, you certainly can do this all yourself. It'll just take a little longer. And now we come to the final step of the creation process, and that is designing your product. You might have already done this to some extent earlier on, but if you are creating some sort of ebook or guide, then you might need to have graphic design done for the cover. You might need to have the book formatted. And if it's a video course that you're creating or something like that, then you will need to actually design the course platform. Maybe you're doing it in a software like Teachable or Kajabi or something like that, and so you'll just need to set everything up, as well as perhaps you need some design work for the thumbnails of the videos and that sort of thing. Now, this is an area where you can save a lot of time if you did keep things simple. For example, if you're just doing a live Zoom workshop, there's virtually no design that's required unless you are doing slides and then you need to have those slides designed or design them yourself. But when you're making a more full feature extensive online course, then a lot of design work ends up being required for all those thumbnails, PDFs, and the course itself. So especially if this is your first digital product, I just can't stress enough to keep things as simple as possible so that the project stays as small as possible because you will get bogged down if this project is too big and complex your first time around. Creating a digital product can be a fair amount of work, but you aren't going to get paid for that work until you do the second part of this process, which is selling your digital product, selling your product online. Now this part has two parts to it. The first part is setting your product up to sell. So you have to decide how you are going to sell this product. So you could sell it on a third party marketplace like Amazon, Etsy, or Creative Market, or you can sell it on your own website. Now, selling it on a third-party platform has a lot of advantages when you are first starting out because there is built-in traffic, exposure, visibility on those platforms. So you don't have to put in quite as much effort to going out there and trying to find potential customers. The other nice thing about selling on one of those platforms is that you don't really have to set up the selling process. You just have to list your product on the website. So if you've ever sold anything on eBay or anything like that, then you're already familiar with what that type of Process looks like. Now, on the other hand, selling on your own website has advantages as well. When you sell on your own website, you are doing more to build your personal brand and you often can sell your products for higher prices and you aren't competing with other similar products that are already on the market. Oh, and one other advantage is that you can grow your email list because you'll get the emails of everyone who purchases your product or even just signs up to get a free product. We'll talk. More about that in a minute. But the downsides of selling on your website is, first of all, there's a little bit more tech involved. You're going to have to set up some sort of selling system on your website. Now, if you're using a website like Shopify or Squarespace, then they've really simplified this process and very little tech is actually required. But you are still going to have to connect a few things so that when someone checks out and purchases your product, they actually get it delivered to them via email or at least on the thank you page that they land on after completing their purchase. The other downside of selling on your own website is that you have to do the traffic generation. You have to send people to your website or no one is going to purchase your product. When you are first starting out, my top recommendation truly would be to use both of these options at the same time to sell on your own website because of the power there with brand building and to sell for a higher price and all of that and also to sell on a third-party marketplace because that can get your business more exposure and help you to reach new potential customers and to grow your audience. Of course you won't want to try to do these things that literally the same time. You'll need to do one of them first and then the other one. And it doesn't matter that much which one you do, but I would recommend listing it on your website first, so that you have that system, that hub set up, so that when someone finds your product on Amazon and then they learn about your brand, they're able to go to your website. You probably will generate more sales initially from listing on the third-party platform, unless you already have a bit of an audience, but just having your website set up, having your product there, and having all of those systems set up is going to help to give your business the foundation it needs to be able to grow in the future. Now with your product set up to sell, the last step of the seven step process is to market your product. We've already talked about this a bit. First of all, you need visibility or traffic. People have to discover your product and then somehow you have to engage with them because they might not be ready to just buy it right then. Especially if they have only just discovered you, they might not have trust for you yet and be confident that you will be able to help them solve their problem or be confident that your product will be good quality. So the best way to do this is to give them some free content. Now, this could be just videos or blog posts that are on your website that they can consume completely for free. But you can level this up by offering a free digital product. This is often called an opt-in offer or a freebie, something that they can sign up to get for free. It gives them a taste of what your products are like. It helps them take that first step of engaging with you and starting that more transactional relationship where they've given you something and you gave them something in return and you fulfilled what you said you would do. You said, I'll give you this free thing. And in fact, Fact, you did give it to them and it was good quality and that really increases their trust in you and it means that you now have their email list so you can use email marketing to tell them about your paid product and to sell your paid product. As far as price point goes for your first digital products I would recommend going with a price point that's on the lower side between five and fifty dollars. I'm sure you've seen lots of people selling online courses and other digital products for hundreds if not thousands of dollars but it takes a pretty sizable audience to be able to make much money that way, because when your products are more expensive, a smaller percentage of people buy them. And so right now, if you are only able to reach, say, 100 people and only 1% of the people would be interested in buying a $300 $300 product or a $1,000 product, that means you're only going to make one sale. And that means that there's a good chance that you might make zero sales because if you're probably gonna make one sale, that means you're gonna make anywhere between like zero and two sales. So you might make zero sales and then feel like nobody wants your product, but really it might just be the price that turned them off. So for that reason, I would recommend starting just with a lower price point, that's an easier yes. And then as your audience grows and as you get more and more confirmation, that people really want that product because they're buying it for the lower price point, you can invest more time into making it bigger and better and sell it for consecutively higher prices. We just put the finishing touches on a brand new free business course for all of you who are listening right now because you're just getting your business started. I know that when you are in those beginning stages, there are so many unknowns and it can be hard to grasp the big picture of where you're really taking your business and what you need to do to grow your business and reach your goals for it. So that's why I decided to create this free small business 101 course that gives you that big picture perspective. It teaches you the basics of what you need to do to get your business started, as well as helps you to understand actually how your business is going to make money and how you can set up a sales funnel to drive sales into your business, how you can start working with those customers sooner rather than later. So if this sounds like it would be helpful to you and you want to get your hands on a free copy of this course, then just head to gillianperkins.com 101. So we've covered the seven steps for creating and selling a digital product, but you can't do any of this until you get started, right? Until you decide exactly what product you should create. And a lot of people get stuck on that step. So I just wanted to share a little bit of my experience and my insights as to which types of products are the easiest to create. Now, you might be tempted to create an online course because you've heard how profitable they can be and how amazing the online course industry is. And I mean, honestly, I love online courses and my business today makes the majority of its revenue selling digital courses, but I wouldn't recommend them as the product to get started with because a full feature online course, it just has a lot of moving parts, especially video. If you don't already have a fair amount of experience creating videos, there is a pretty high probability that you will get bogged down somewhere in the process of planning your videos, setting up a space to film, filming the videos, and then the editing process that can be a lot longer than you think it will be. And most of the time with online courses, people also add in other assets like PDFs and workbooks, and so that makes it even more complicated. So I just see a lot of people who want to make money online, so they start making an online course, then they get stuck halfway through, they've invested dozens of hours, haven't made any money yet, and never do because they never finish the process. And kind of the same goes with membership sites. Membership sites can be really profitable and they can be great for generating recurring revenue. So sending you passive income every single month, but they take just as much time to set up as an online course And a lot of the time it can be difficult to get enough members at the start if you don't have a very big audience yet. So if you are just starting out and especially if you don't have much of an audience yet, I would highly recommend going with either a short written guide just because written content is so much simpler to create than video content. It's not always a ton faster once you're familiar with both but it's just a lot easier. So creating a short guide, you can export it from Google Docs or Word as a PDF. You can sell it on your own website. You can sell it on Amazon as an ebook or creating a live workshop like I talked about earlier. And if you're nervous about the live thing, it doesn't actually have to be live, but more of a one take. 30, 60, or 90 minute workshop where you just sit down and talk to the camera and you're not really planning to edit it at all. You can do this without even being on camera by creating slides and then recording your screen while you talk through the slides. And that can be one of the easiest ways to create a much more professional, up-leveled type of workshop or even mini online course without having to do all of the work of setting up a nice space to film and also a lot less of the editing. Because unlike when you're talking to a camera and you make mistakes and forget where you're going because you aren't looking at your notes, when you're clicking through slides, you tend to make a lot less mistakes. And so a lot of the time you can get away with no editing at all. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Work Less, Earn More. Now, here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of this episode you're listening to right now and share it out on your Instagram stories. And when you do, make sure you tag me at Gillian Z Perkins so I can see you're listening. Sharing on stories is going to help more people find this podcast so they too can learn how to build their business in a way that allows them to work less and earn more.